sacrifice a lot being true artists of the um, audio persuasion <laughs> we're living breathing audio art god do oh, you want to get started let's do it hi everyone what's up <laughs> happy is today earth day or was it yesterday i don't know i, think I don't today. i think today because today well or maybe they were just like, mm, we can only protest on a Saturday. That's true. <laughs> we need to make sure everybody's off work. But I'm, I'm not, uh, not that's not a disparaging remark. I want to thank everyone who protested yes. today. Brothers Absolutely. And sisters, thank you. Uh-huh. Um, it's time to bring a little science back <laughs> into thank the you. White House. Yes. Yeah. My God. Um, happy Earth Day, kind of along that same theme. Like, happy belated 420. 420. Cali swag, 420 69. <laughs> puff, puff, fast. Smoke weed every day, bitch. <laughs> Did you celebrate, bro? I mean, like, not technically. Mm-hmm. Like, I did smoke, but I didn't, like, celebrate. Is there a difference? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I wasn't, like, wake and bake, go to work, oh my God. smoke at lunch. Like, I can't do that shit. Oh, my God. I can't do all that. That sounds exhausting. That's what I'm saying. I don't know how. Yeah. No. And, like, I'm, like, that lame-ass person that actually, like, is, like, oh, my anxiety's flaring. Let me smoke so I can sleep. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I'm not, like, let me, like, chill out and, like, you know. I'm, like, actually using. Watch half-baked. Right. <laughs> I'm, like, actually using my medicinal marijuana <laughs> license. For medicine purposes. Okay. For medicinal purposes. Good. I mean, not saying I don't, like, smoke for fun occasionally. Yeah. But, like, mostly I'm, like, I just want to, like, go the fuck to sleep, you know? How difficult was... Did you get your card before it, uh, mm-hmm. marijuana was legalized? And yeah. how difficult was that process? Um, I got it. Well, it, I mean, the medicinal part was legal, of course. But... Right. <laughs> Do I need to give you but some no, Yeah, I need... No, no, someone needs a little education. I did my research before starting this podcast uh, this week on drugs. Um. Well, it worked out. So, good research, bro. Um, no, so, in California... This is my war on drugs. <laughs> You're like accidental war on drugs yeah. by being misinformed. Um, um, no, so... But it, it was like... And you, you could go into a fucking place on Venice Beach... Uh, Yo, almost said right. Boulevard. What's it called? <laughs> Boardwalk. <laughs> Venice Boulevard. Is she high right now? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> and be like, oh, like, I have restless leg syndrome. Like, I RLS. Out of everything you can bring in, bring to the table, RLS. It's that heavy hitter. You know yeah. that's one of the checkboxes. <laughs> no, so, so here's what here's yeah, what tell me, Give so, me the real thing. Give me the real deal. I went to one that was not on, Venice, on the boardwalk, on the Venice Boardwalk. <laughs> Um, nothing against those. I just was like, I'm going to yeah, yeah. like a different one, a little bougie. So I went in and they're like real doctors, mm-hmm. but you, get, you have your little, little appointment. So you go in, they check all your vitals. They took like, you know, like blood pressure and all that shit. But is, is this the own, like they're doctors, but is this like what they do or do they also have like, do they practice Practices? other I mean, I believe this is what they do. I think they're so like wild. doctors and they like choose to do this. They're probably doctors who are like. You know, like, oh, like natural shit's better. Yeah. I guess that that's my assumption. Okay. But, um, so I go in, I have my, my duty, like, took my vitals, we talked through shit, and I had to, like, sign all these forms and stuff. It wasn't, like, some bogus, like, walk in, walk out. Yeah. He, like, sign all these forms, and, like, um, he ended up, like, you know, giving me my license or whatever. Yeah. Um, I was in there for, like, 15 minutes, maybe. Pretty quick. Okay. In and out. But, like, you, you talk about it, like, while you're there. And they like mark it down, <laughs> and, then, and you get like a little card. Yeah, well, you get your paper. She's a card carrying member. She's a card carrying member. Double <laughs> A R P. Um, you get like these papers, and then you can pay like forty bucks for them to print an actual card, which I did, of course, because I want like a card. <laughs> so I don't want just like these papers, and there's like a golden seal on it. It's like stamped. It's like is it rolling papers? <laughs> it's made out of like the raw rolling papers. <laughs> I rolled a fat ass blunt up in my papers yeah. and smoked it <laughs> and died. Um, <laughs> it is, it's like, yeah, stitched together rolling papers. Oh, oh my God. <clears throat> but uh, <laughs> yeah, that was, it was like very easy, but I just like wanted to do it. Like, 
living here, it makes no sense to be like, oh, hey, like, insert friend. Can you get me some weed? Like, that's so stupid, I feel. Yeah. Like, why don't I, you just get it? It's just, like, more laziness for me. Also, I don't, like, love smoking weed. Especially um, if, like, edibles. Are, they're also, like... Yeah, edibles are fun. I just don't... Yeah. They like, oils like and, like... Like, my, my voice, you know? That's why... Or, like, <laughs> like, vaping would be way better for you. Yeah. Edibles would be better. And that's, like, a full body high versus, like, a more heady high that you get from smoking. Oh. Okay. It also depends on the strain and stuff, but typically, like... You know, sativas and yeah, sativas, indicas, hybrids. She's educated. <laughs> <laughs> She's educated. She's an educator. Oh my god. Okay, but so it's been how, how long since the election? Uh, well, November. Since our, 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 oh, oh uh, it was November. Was November? Oh, yeah. Wow. It was she, the same time. Okay, it's been a while, so not super relevant anymore. But right. do we know when the so? Because uh, y'all can't read my mind. What I'm talking about is. <laughs> We voted as uh, state of California in November to legalize marijuana, and it passed. Mm-hmm. It puff puff passed. It, it puff puff passed. <laughs> Y'all so are gonna get a stupid. bunch of bullshit, fucking, um, <laughs> like I don't even know what to call it. like just dumbass lines. Puns. Oh yeah, oh hundred yeah. uh, percent. Um, um, so yeah, it was uh, to be more specific yeah. for um, recreational use. Of marijuana. Right, because okay, because medical marijuana that was already you legal. had to get a license, whatever. This is like <clears throat> basically you can like anyone. You have to be. Is it eighteen or twenty one? I honestly don't know. I think it's twenty one. If you're if you're listening to this to learn something, don't sign off. <laughs> yeah. Or like leave leave just, it running. Just so, fucking Google it. Yeah, leave but it running anyway, so we get the view, but yeah, then don't right. listen. Like mute mute us, but keep it running so we can get. But, no, uh, so yeah. Okay. Anyway, so if you're of legal age right. for this proposition, yeah. anyone can go in who is of legal age and you can purchase a certain amount of um, marijuana products. Dope. They Yeah, it's super dope, bro. Um, but they're going to be like, I believe like in general less strong or less potent than That's actually medical, probably good for which me. Which is probably good, yeah. And like, those stores are so fun. They turn fucking anything into an edible. Oh, dude, yeah. Goldfish. Everything, yeah. Not, not actual goldfish. Let's oh. <laughs> like, like a little sushi roll? Yeah. <laughs> Bitch, I would, for sure. Like, kush no, sushi. Wait. Somebody was telling me there's a restaurant in LA. Seaweed, you... bitch. Oh, mm-hmm. Just had to throw it in there. Oh my god, why aren't we doing this? But okay, so someone is actually doing this. There uh-huh. is a restaurant here that everything is infused with cannabis but uh-huh. it's also like gourmet like yeah multiple um uh plates what's it called what the fuck like a, a tasting menu or like a prefix or yeah like something like that but um, menu. yeah <laughs> but, uh, maybe we should <laughs> i think the side of smoking would have made us be better at this episode i know, or not? <laughs> like, I know. i'm just like my white trash is coming out i feel yeah but um <clears throat> but uh, yeah that sounds wild I don't so, know if I could handle it. I get real crazy and like a little paranoid when I yeah. I think smoke. I think it depends on what and you smoke too. Yeah, I I smoke um, almost exclusively uh, indica, which is typically like the the calming like the sleep, the one, one for like pain mm-hmm. relief or like sleep. Yeah. So I'm like knocked out and I sleep like a fucking baby. That sounds it's amazing. Great, because I don't sleep well. Yeah, but I'm also like um, I, it, I'm very susceptible like. I'll take, like, a couple hits and be, like, good to go. Mm-hmm. Like, some people can, like, smoke an entire fucking, like, joint mm-hmm. or something, which I've done before and then had a very interesting few hours. <laughs> it's just too much. Like, I'm very susceptible, so. Yeah. Which I guess is good, because, like, I don't really have to smoke a lot. See, what's weird is it's supposed to be anti-nausea, but I, like, always puke. And not even when I am, not, it hasn't always been because I'm Drinking crossfaded. as well. Yeah, crossfaded. <laughs> Which I just learned that term like three months ago. And I was like, how long have you been waiting to use that I, exactly. in context? Yeah, it's written out in my uh, in my notes. Um, uh-huh. But, uh, uh, wait, okay. This is disgusting, but okay. I don't care. It's, you're, you're all <laughs> captive you audience, yeah. now you have to hear it. But another thing, I don't know how this started happening, but obviously, you know, your our minds are fucking wild. And then mm-hmm. when you add drugs into the mix. So... When I smoke, a good amount of the time, I get this, like, sensation and, and, like, even a visual feeling that, like, my toenails are being ripped off. Yeah. To the point where I have to... Psychosis. Right? To the point where I, like, curl my toes up 
to like keep my <laughs> toenails on. What the actual fuck? Isn't that crazy? That is kind of crazy. Yeah, so I don't love it. Understandable. You know, could have been some, maybe I need to try a different kind or whatever. Yeah. Or it was just like the shitty weed I was smoking at, right. at NYU that we like bought on the and God knows what it was, Who knows what it was laced with? Like. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like. I was actually on meth. It was yeah. meth. <laughs> oh wait, that was my meth. Hold on. I'm sorry. My, I'm, I'm confusing That was my, my crystal that I was smoking. Right. Um, Speaking of like random mind shit, this is not related, yeah, but I just please. wanted to tell you, I literally had a dream this morning that I went on this like sex worker contract. Oh. Isn't that like bizarre? Yeah. Just, I was just thinking of like crazy mind stuff, like a very vivid dream about. <laughs> oh, well, after the stories I heard from Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, we're not even getting to that. Um, so <clears throat> just living out my fantasy. No, right. um, mm-hmm. no, but it was just like really bizarre. It was like by choice. Yeah. But there was this like contract and it was like, not like sex slavery or like one of those things. No. It was just like a sex work contract. And it was like, like this- Red gr- light district. It was this group of like, this young group of us like, young people who decided to, like, sign this contract to, like, go on a trip together, like, travel yeah. to this, like, particular, like, place and do, like, escort services or, like, sex work for, like, two months. It was very bizarre. It was, like, very vivid. And I, was, I like, bet you made a lot of money. Yeah. We, did, we didn't get to that where they cut that. In the dream, it wasn't quite the they part where they cut checks. that check. <laughs> um, it was more, like, leading up to, but... Okay. Very vivid and like mm-hmm. interesting. I was like, maybe I could do this. No. <laughs> um. Anyway. It's a side hustle. Side hustle. Yeah. Um. Okay. But that actually, um, I think that leads into sort of my next question because it all kind of falls into the same thing about uh-huh. like, do should prostitution be legalized? And show obviously marijuana. You know, we're having a shift culturally in our sure. country. But what about other drugs? Should all drugs be legalized? What are your thoughts? Actually, it's interesting. Tell me, tell me, man. Tell me. <laughs> um, I I think about this, and I don't know that I have like a, a good answer. And I think that's because it is so complex. That's why there are people on kind of all sides or all camps about like, yeah, we should have everything legal, or we shouldn't. Or, yeah. You know, this kind of war on drugs happens, right. or whatever. Which really, not to get into that, but it was really a racial thing. Uh, no, actually, I we are should get, get into okay. that. We'll do that, but not, not at this moment. Yeah. No, I don't want to derail this question. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. um, I guess, yes, and yes, maybe. It's hard because, like, I, obviously, like, some drugs are very dangerous, and mm-hmm. I guess anything could be dangerous, but, like, I think with regulations, mm-hmm. like, things are better. You know, in, in, in this particular case, like, I don't know. I, I just feel like we could have it regulated, and if people wanted to do it, like, I mean, because okay, let's think about something like alcohol, right? It's like actually terrible for you. Yeah. It completely fucks you up, and mm-hmm. it's very dangerous when you drink a certain amount. Like yeah. even like. And cigarettes. And cigarettes are very dangerous, but if you not think about alcohol in particular, like you could be very harmful to yourself or other people. Mm-hmm. Even like one glass of wine or yeah. like a beer depending on like your tolerance level, could Absolutely. put you in a place where your judgment is impaired enough to Absolutely. wreck a car or go do something dumb, you know, yeah. whatever. Yeah. So like other drugs, like I would put that, put those in the same boat to where they should just be regulated. Like why not allow people to, if they want to, they're going to do it anyway. Right. And like regulate it so it's not cut with crazy shit. And yeah, you know where it's coming it's from. It's pure. You, you tax it so you're making tax money it. off yep. of it. Absolutely. I'm all about that um, and uh, lower incarceration rates yeah. that also cost us. Not that it's about money, but like it costs us so much. But the money, money will be every funneled year. into like the right places, exactly. right? Like I think programs with, that are needed. Exactly. Like I think um, part of what we were voting on in mm-hmm. with with all this, I can't remember. I, I need to relook at the props. It's been like you know, like yeah. five six months, but. A lot, like the money that we'd get from taxes would go into education about drugs and stuff. You know what I mean, like drug use or things like yeah, that yeah, as yeah. well. Yeah, so rehabilitation. Rehabilitation, or exactly. So yeah. it's actually like a lot of the money is going back into programs that benefit all of us. Right. Um, and like, we need fucking money. Like, and what? What's and the thing? Like the reasons why? So okay. Stats game. Mm-hmm. We need like a. We should, we should have like a, a little like jingle uh, yeah. thing like. Da, 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 da. Stats um, game. <clears throat> so, uh, did a little research, uh-huh. and by research I mean this is the first result from my Google search. <laughs> like the I'm feeling lucky button that you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but uh, and also this never goes well because 
you guys, you always are like way closer to the estimate than it's it's supposed to be this big reveal shock. But anyway, let's try it. Well, let's see. I could be okay. telling you. So how many deaths? We obviously know this, this is a big stat that everyone throws around. Zero deaths a year marijuana related and that's overdoses right because there's other problematic issues with that drug yeah, we'll get you should, that. i mean like, if you're super like high you shouldn't drive or anything you know what i mean like yeah if uh, you're impaired then mm-hmm. you shouldn't drive yeah. drive or operate yeah. you know shit so that stat is specifically about overdosing exactly um but then so what if so in the u.s how many thousands of people are death death related by cigarette smoking do you think oh every year yeah how many thousands mm-hmm. um I'm going to say, like, it's, I want to, my first instinct is to say it's pretty high, actually, because of, like, cancer and, you know, all that shit. Yeah. Um, I'm going to, like, actually shoot, like, pretty high, maybe. Okay. <laughs> and maybe totally It's going to be exactly correct. <laughs> no. I would say, like, 350,000. Close. 440,000. Okay. So it is, like, in that realm. It's in that range. Okay. And then alcohol by year. 88,000. Yeah, I was, I was going to guess like 100,000 for alcohol. Mm-hmm. Um, still significant, obviously. Yeah, that's a lot of people. Um, and then just some other fun stats about death sure, that I yeah. found, which also I think should be another episode entirely on death and dying. Yeah. <laughs> or you should just have a segment Matt about, let's talk about death every episode. <laughs> let's have, let's <laughs> yeah. do some death stats too, every episode. And there's like just like fun. a raven call. Yeah. Oh, um, so... Uh, about 600 deaths by um, autoerotic asphyxiation every year. That's how I'm going to go. And, <laughs> <laughs> if you're going to go, go out with a fucking bang. Yeah. And, uh, and 450 um, falling out of bed. So, so <laughs> I think it's either one of those two that's for me personally. 100%. I wonder, can a woman even do, is, is that a thing for a woman? What? The autoerotic asphyxiation? I wonder if it has the same like. I mean, it's... It, Sensation or whatever. I mean, I can't say, because... Deep thoughts. Deep, deep thoughts. <laughs> well, uh, we'll get back to you on that. Yeah, next episode is uh, going to be about auto-erotic. I mean, I would imagine, if, if you enjoy that, like... Because, you know, it's like when people are engaged in sexual activity with a partner or something, you're like... A little choking. Choke. Yeah. It's like that. I would assume it's that sort of... Sensation? But I think there's something else. Because, like, the choking is a different, whole different issue for me. <laughs> this is, like, specific, like, something about, like, blocking the oxygen. Mm-hmm. I don't know. You know what I mean. Yeah. Anyway, more importantly, Can't I think we should talk about the war on drugs. Yeah. Back to, like, actual. Um, which is funny, because I actually just watched uh, before this, you know, the Lucas Bros, the mm-hmm. um, comedy duo. They have a special on Netflix now, the war on drugs. Mm-hmm. And the it, that's sort of the theme throughout um uh, we're talking about Nixon um, and his war on drugs, and, yeah. that, and that actually um, their father landed in prison for about twenty years um, in this that time frame. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, so, yeah, obviously, it was very racially charged, and it yeah. led to uh, police militancy. Yeah. And we're, you know, you can obviously you can see the progression to where we are today and, and I feel still like you exists. can like absolutely like pinpoint it back to that oh, yeah. being sort of the start of this. 100%. Yeah. Um, but I feel like you have you done any sort of like research on this or have more I mean insight? Not from like a statistic like statistics or you know whatever but No, but just your own thoughts. I mean I totally agree like I think it's completely absurd and terrible and one of the most detrimental things that's happened in our country. It's just like continual proof that this country hates black people. And other minorities, it it particularly targeted black people, mm-hmm. um, which we know. And it's kind of like there's not like so much like too much to say about it. Like it's mm-hmm. it's not anecdotal. It's not hyperbolic. Like it literally like even if you look at statistics, like really affected the black community. Mm-hmm. And still to this day, like it's not like it ended and then now we're like fine. Like right. Not only are we still seeing the effects of kind of the initial yeah. war on drugs, but like it's still happening mm-hmm. just with like the like industrial prison complex and all that yeah, shit yeah. like you know it's just like which is not just about drugs but kind of a core piece of that yeah. is drugs like it's like how do you you know they're basically like how do we get black kids straight from school into prisons yeah. it's kind of like the whole thing and drugs are a big part of that mm-hmm. um it's just like so insane it's so, and that's why. And I, horrible. It's, yeah. It's, I think it's one of the biggest, like, 
downfalls of America. Mm-hmm. For sure. Um, that, and, I th- and yeah, well, I'll get to that in a second. But, um, so, it's just that, like, when you, like, take a step back, it's, like, so wild to, to think about it and, then, like, how, what an effect it has on, uh, on, on, on minorities, on people's well-being, everyday <laughs> life. Like, when you boil it down, like, why, what is the appeal? Why do people do drugs? Why do you do drugs? Um, and why do you think other people do drugs? Actually, there is, well, I guess this is more about, like, well, this is, this is actually pretty relevant. It, it kind of steps into the world of addiction a little bit, too. Mm-hmm. Kind of the extreme side of, like, what, you know, doing yeah, drugs. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I think the kind of obvious, like, surface level thing is, like, Drugs of all different types that ever provide an escape from daily life, right? Yeah. It's kind of like manufactured happiness, maybe, yeah. is a way to put it. Um, the cannabis in particular, I would say, I mean, you can kind of single out every type of drug and probably find a different reason. But, you know, that, I guess, for me, like, it's not manufactured happiness. It's like, it helps take the edge off of, like, generalized anxiety. Yeah. So, like, that's why I, in particular, smoke weed, you know, occasionally, or, like, five times a week it's fine um smoke weed smoke every, every day, day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah I, I don't feel like addicted to it at all like i don't feel like oh like i can't i have to smoke every night you know it's like yeah i've never felt like that those addictive tendencies towards drugs of any type that i've taken mm-hmm. um but i think uh this is, what i wanted to mention is a study that was done um with rats and they initially put they put cocaine in like their water bottles or something Mm -hmm. like put both like two water bottles or something one was just regular water that the controlled you know and then one was the cocaine mixed water yeah um and rats i guess would just like drink the cocaine water they were like in their cages by themselves right when the initial study was done it was kind of like i think in the 70s or something i wish i had could remember like more specifics Mm -hmm. but um the rats would always go to the cocaine water became addicted or whatever yeah but someone redid a study was like what if we provided these really lush environments with like several rats together you know as like a community and they had like all the food they needed they had a lot of stuff to keep them entertained and busy and like you know whatever yeah and they put two water bottles one with cocaine in it one regular water and the rats would like try the cocaine water but never went back to it like once they kind of realized they actually ended up avoiding that altogether so it's more about the in, your environment, yeah, and like, I, I don't. I just want to bring that up when it no, comes to like wild. why people do drugs. Yeah. It's like, I think to, it's the circumstances. It's it can circumstantial, much- right? Um, and I think that's across the board, like, with everyone. That's just like a human thing or an, an animal thing. You mm-hmm. know, it's like when people act out or whatever. It's environment based. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not like people are like, I'm just gonna go like do something bad right now, or like. I want to be addicted to this drug. Yeah, of course. Yeah, I think, so I think on a on a kind of shallow level, like why we do drugs, like just for fun or whatever, or like you know it's Coachella shit. So that's been, <laughs> that, we're kind of in the middle of that. It's like yeah, you know, it's that's like circumstantial. Like oh, it's an escape. Like let me like feel a little happier for four hours, you know, or whatever. Yeah. Um, whereas in general, like addiction is about your circumstances and not having your basic needs met. So you have to find a way to like forget it or escape from that reality yeah um uh and i mean obviously there is some like just the 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 chemical and physical elements of it too can make things so much easier to become addicted to i feel like the first the very first time i tried cocaine it was like oh uh -oh. (laughs) uh-oh this is gonna be an issue that light bulb went off for the rest of my life, like, and it is, and like, um, you know, we, we strive to be real here and mm-hmm. on Attached Too Much, and personal, so like, I do, I want to share my story, I want to share our stories, because I just, I feel like there's a real, um, I, I just feel like I, I've lived in, like, in shame for too long, yeah. like, who I am as a human being, and also yeah, just, yeah. like, ha- have had to, like, uphold this idea for a lot of my life that like I was a perfect person you mm-hmm. know but in the inside that was actually like uh demons yeah. you know and it's um and like some very dark lonely nights 
of like staying up all night, uh, snorting cocaine by myself, you know, to the point where like finally hit rock bottom and was like, whoa, this is a real... It's like your New York days. Yeah, yeah, new, yeah. Early 20s, mm-hmm. dark days. Didn't know who I was, you know? And uh, I felt like... Um, obviously, if you've never tried cocaine, I mean, how do you explain cocaine? It's just like, it makes you feel like you're on the top until like you, you do whatever. crash so, it's so just like, quickly. It's like, I can do some, I can do whatever right now. Yeah, exactly. And it's like a struggling artist who has like such low self-confidence. It was like, it felt so good. It was like uh, such the opposite, I think of, and I actually would kind of like, if, would like to explore that with you, like mm-hmm. based on that study I just mentioned, like, yeah. do you think that like the, as far as like getting addicted to the substance itself, like, do you think your environment or like your community was like, you were missing a lot of shit from that. And that was why it was well, so easy was for so, it to become yeah, like, yeah, like that's why that was so interesting to me. I've never heard that story before. Um, cause I always just sort of, um, equated it to the fact that like I have addiction in my family. And so I, I just was like, Oh, I yeah. kind of knew this was going to happen if I ever tried something like this. And, um, and just sort of blamed it on genetics. Right. And, but now that I, um, yeah, I mean, thinking about it, like, I was an unhappy person. And I think, even though it seems like a party drug, uh, it's, um, it's it's very much, like, it, those people are empty, <laughs> you know? Oh, uh, yeah, when it becomes, like... Yeah. If it goes into, like, that quote-unquote stage of addiction... Yeah. Where, like, you just... I think that's with anything, when you're mm-hmm. addicted, because you are just, like, empty, and you're trying to fill yourself with yeah, whatever with anything, is missing. Whatever yeah. you can snort, sniff. Drink, yeah. stick up your asshole, no kidding. <laughs> yeah. yeah, those vodka silk tampons, oh my God. whatever. Um, we'll try that sometime. <laughs> we'll report back to our list. Um, yeah. But do you have any um, addiction in your family? Uh, I do, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like alcohol on my mom's side. Mm-hmm. Um, Were you ever worried about it? No. Did they talk to you about it? Growing I mean, up? my dad really was the one who kind of talked about it because he's like the one who like gets it, yeah. You know, and it's kind of like you know, and he's like the historically it was the more like real one, mm-hmm. you know, of the two. Um, but yeah, like I definitely know like stories of my mom's dad, my grandfather, who I never met, um, who was a, he was an alcoholic, yeah. Um, it was like abusive. More towards my grandmother, not to like the kids. But, yeah. Um, so yeah, like, it was definitely an issue, and it's something that I I think about. Um, but again, like I'm so hyper aware, you know. Yeah. To a certain degree of like myself and like, whatever. So I feel I've never felt addictive tendencies towards substances. Like out of control. Ex- aside from like food, maybe. But <laughs> that's something I've worked. That's like a different sort of thing. Yeah. Um, but not even to the point where like I would eat myself to death. But you know, like if I have if I had to like put addictive tendencies anywhere or like an emotional like using of a substance, it would be food, mm-hmm. not like drugs or alcohol. Mm-hmm. Um, so like it's something I like, you know, think about, but yeah. I've never, and I, I truly mean this, I've never been like, I have to have a drink right now. Like literally never. Yeah. I've never, gonna, yeah, I was asking to ask you about like the whole or even when you didn't drink or even substances. Yeah. Um, yeah, just with any substance. I've never been like, I, I need that right now. I mean, like, yeah. you know, sometimes it's like, oh, man, a beer sounds really good right now. Like a Corona because having some tacos and like it's, you know, a nice day in yeah. fucking Los Angeles. Like that sounds good. You know, it sounds refreshing, <laughs> but I'm not like, man, I need a beer. I need some alcohol or this oh, particular drug. Yeah. I've never had that feeling, Sweet. which I, I guess is good. It's um, very good. That yeah. is not the case for me and, I, and, <laughs> and like, a lot of people. Yeah. No, I, th- I think it's true. And I, I always wonder too, because even as a kid, like I always, I look back, I'm like, man, I was like, it was weird how aware of like my surroundings and like my situations I was. Mm-hmm. It's very strange. Like I never had, well, I don't want to say never, but for the most part, I didn't have this like kind of um, glossy view of like, oh, like my family is like so perfect. You know, like my parents yeah. are like my heroes. Like I never had that. Yeah, yeah. I think we've talked about that a lot, you know, um, I, yeah. just with, or with anyone, I've never had that kind of glossy lens really in my life. Mm-hmm. So I wonder if that's part of it too, kind of talking about that study I mentioned and like the situation, like being very aware and for the most part being in good situations and not having like so much baggage, Yeah, you know, it's kind of like, 
I think the only like if I ever like again like emotionally did anything, it was like eating. Mm-hmm. And that is a real, that's a real addiction. It, it truly is. There yeah. are many different types of addictions. I would say that I was addicted. I'm addicted to love. <laughs> yeah, that's real. In the feeling you get. You had there's a dopamine release uh-huh. when you're in love with someone. Dope. Uh, <laughs> and uh, and I I can bet that that's probably why there fifty uh, percent of marriages end in divorce. It's it's like a it's a withdrawal thing. And you're once you're out of that cloud, it's like oh you better really like this person as a person. Yeah. <laughs> and not just you know whatever love attraction yeah. you had. Totally. To be, to be lasting. Well, I think so many people kind of forget that, like, there's a 50% of it that's logistics, too, of, like, living with someone. Yeah. Or, or just, like, being with someone. Or exactly. just, like, living your own, like, they don't even have their own shit together. Yeah. And people kind of see that, like, that partner is like, oh, this is, like, my saving grace. Like, mm-hmm. we can get through it together. Like, love's all you need. Like, <laughs> I'm all about, like, you know, the human connection. Like, I live for, like, my people, right? Yeah. But also, like, love is not all you need. Like, those fucking Instagram accounts that have like three million followers and every day they post Uh, some like love is all you need like we're like love not war i'm like yeah like in theory cool but also i mean i'm about to start posting it if it'll get us some more followers (laughs) oh yeah bitch but i don't believe it that's Um, our that's our next instagram (laughs) thing um anyway that's kind of going off track i just had to say that like no yeah but it is like that sort of i mean i guess it's kind of relevant because like it's actually interesting when i was talking about like food being like the probably like one like area mm-hmm. that I've had I wouldn't even I don't want to like over speak and call it an addiction but like addictive tendencies yeah um or like emotional eating tendencies you know yeah yeah, yeah. um that I mean the baggage I really carry like from my childhood is attributed to that mm-hmm. like and the things that were said to me about food or like mm. about weight or like things like yeah. that and not even growing up like as an overweight kid but just like the things that were presented to me as like you know, fact or like that's the baggage that I have. I would say I don't have like anything about like the alcohol, alcoholism or whatever. Like that mm-hmm. was never really an issue that affected me mm-hmm. directly as a kid mm-hmm. so much, or I wasn't like aware of it. Um, but yeah, it was the food. Like that was just like the through line throughout my household. You know, it was mm-hmm. like food and something. Yeah. Like that. So I think that's maybe why I that's sure. my like sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah. But I, yeah, I mean, I, I, I like that, um, that you're, I think it's, it's super important to be open with your kids about drugs and drinking and, yeah. and sort of what they're getting themselves into. Like, but I think there is a line, like my, my dad, like ever since I can remember was like very open about being an alcoholic and coming from an alcoholic, uh, family. Sure. Um, and, um, and like I had it, I haven't, I have an aunt who, um, did a lot of hard drugs back in the eighties and now she's schizophrenic. Like her, her brain is completely fried. Wow. You've met her. She came for, uh, uh, I think you did. Um, but she like, the dinner? yeah, like she, um, and it's just, it's heartbreaking. Like, you know, there are moments where she fully believes that she is pregnant with John F. Kennedy's baby. And then there, and then you'll talk to her and there's just this, these moments of, um, pure clarity mm-hmm. and actually the last time I saw her I just kind of like broke down crying because I just can you imagine being stuck in that body in that mind like um, and there's nothing that there's nothing she can do like she's she's you know she's she lives in a, a center yeah. and will constantly be dependent on my grandmother um, until she passes away and then I don't know what the fuck happens yeah. but um, oh but going too far so like uh um, my dad, he was also like super open just about, um, my grandfather was an, an angry drunk. Um, he kicked my dad's tooth out when he was little. Uh, we went to go visit the house that he grew up in and he was sort of telling us, he's like, oh yeah, there's the overpass. Every day we would wait to see his, you know, truck coming by and you, you there was just this kind of moment you didn't know. Was he going to come home happy or was he going to be angry and, mm-hmm. you know, take it out on somebody? Um, and, uh, I don't know. I mean, I, I appreciate that, like, he can be real, um, but it's also like, uh, these are your grandparents. You know what I mean? It's like, I, um, I don't know. It's weird. It's weird to think about. You, you, we always talk about our 
parents and putting them on a pedestal and that moment where there's a realization that they're real, but you don't really talk about like grandparents. Yeah. Well, I think just traditionally, like, I don't know really about other cultures, but Mm -hmm. um, I would say speaking from experience and just pretty much everyone I know, you know, grandparents, having that generational skip, you know, grandparents are always kind of seen as like the, I don't know, they're like, they're just like the fuzzy ones. Yeah, like exactly. The warm fuzzy like... because they don't have responsibility for you. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's like you can kind of like get away with whatever with them. Exactly. You know, for the most part or whatever. Um, and I don't, I don't think that's healthy. <laughs> like, ultimately, you know, like, yeah. I mean, I don't think putting anyone on a pedestal is healthy. And no. like, I'd much rather know the real shit. Like, I think it's a little different for me as well because I only ever knew my two grandmothers. Okay. Um, my dad's dad died before I was born. Mm-hmm. He had a heart attack. Um, and he would have been, like, the amazing one to actually know. Yeah. So I'm kind of sad because, like, my dad's like, oh, you would have like, loved him. You all would have been, like... Because mm. I guess he was also, like, a sarcastic asshole. Like, my dad <laughs> is and, like, I am. So yeah. we were, like, you know, cut from the same cloth, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, I didn't know... Well, I, the only, like, grandfather figure I knew on my mom's side mm-hmm. was my grandmother's third husband, who is now dead. Uh, I didn't know, like... My mom's dad. Yeah. Or my grandma's second husband, who was the father to my aunt. Okay. Who's the youngest of those three kids Mm -hmm. on that side. But I did know her third husband, who was, like, a terrible person. So, Mm -hmm. like, I never had... You know what I mean? As far as grandparents, like, the only fuzziness I really had was, like, maybe with my grandma and my mom's mom, and then my dad's mom, who is now passed. Mm -hmm. But, um, I don't know. But I, I don't know. I never had that, like family unit thing where just all like all the puzzle pieces were there and we were like yeah. we were like mm, you know there was some of that with my mom's mom she would because she really like fostered this environment of like oh holidays like i know we've talked about this like yeah. everything has to be perfect like, yeah yeah cutesy everything is like <laughs> you know you have easter you have every you know everything's like uh-huh. so like themed and like so like such a big ordeal which was fun so, as a kid yeah. but um i don't know so i don't have that like pedestal shit with my family really never have mm-hmm. so like I, I, I kind of knew about the alcoholism mm-hmm. since I was, like, pretty young. Like, No, I mean, I think that's important. I think it, like, stopped me from getting, uh, you know, I went in with my eyes open as to, mm-hmm. like, what the risks were. Yeah. Um, he talked to me a little too late about cocaine because <laughs> that <laughs> was, like, by college. But, yeah, I mean, he was very open uh, even, like, when I was, you know, little, little, like, elementary school little. But, um, and I just, I always remember him saying, like, I, you know, I was like, how did you know when you had a problem and he was like for me it was looking in a mirror and um not being able to recognize myself you know and that always like stuck with me that's some like movie shit it, right i know i was like gotta write this down i know so <laughs> like, that one day yeah for like no, but, and do, i like... mean it's so true and like i'll yeah. get to those points not as much now in my 30s but like i'll get to those points and i'll like kind of i'll be at a party or something i go in the bathroom and i look at myself and really moments, focus yeah. and i'm like you're too this is too much mm-hmm. you know you've gone too far um, and, uh, and another thing I asked him, and again, I do appreciate how open he was with us, just like some things, maybe too much, but, um, I was like, uh, I was like, you know, it's been so long, like you stopped drinking basically when I was born. Um, so like 30, it's been 30 years now. And I was like, mm-hmm. do you still like think about it? And he was like, every day, every single day. I just, it's Does he wild. drink now? No. Oh no, he couldn't. He, he's like a full, he's, he's an alcoholic. Yeah, and I mean, so you're never not. Brother. It's kind of like and that's and that's the other thing too. You're never not, never an not an out. Exactly. Right. Um. Yeah. And my brother stopped drinking a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. But what one thing I did, I wanted to make sure I brought up in this podcast is sort of to dispel this myth. And I'd sort of sort of alluded to this earlier about marijuana. Um. That you can't be addicted to marijuana. You can mm-hmm. be addicted to motherfucking anything. Yeah. Um. And I think like, we shouldn't like keep drugs like or like put drugs not on a pedestal, but like in that category where, like, this drugs are addictive. Well, like, anything technically could be. Like, anything, yeah. People are addicted to working out. Yeah. Like, I've had friends who literally had addictions and who had to, like, legitimately not go to rehab, but, like, rehabilitate themselves mm-hmm. from being addicted to the endorphins that you get from yeah. working out. Like, anything po- that is traditionally positive anything or negative. Anything that you use to fill whatever void you actually Absolutely. have in your life. So, um, yeah. And my brother, and I, and, uh, and so, the, you know, God, God bless him. Especially after our last <laughs> podcast, that's just like a thing people say. But you know, know what I mean. God bless. But um, 
you know, I, I'm very proud of him that he stopped drinking, but I would say that he, and I've said this to his face, like he definitely still has a problem with marijuana and he won't go, what he needs to do is like exercise the demons that he has that he's using to, you know, marijuana to mask. He's got major anger issues. He's got uh, emotional damage from my parents' divorce. And, mm-hmm. um, and uh, the, the problem is not only do I want him to get better for himself, but it's starting to affect and damage our relationships sure. now. Like, you don't want that. No. And like, uh, you know, he came, he went, we had a family wedding a couple of years ago mm-hmm. and he, and this, it was out of state. So he didn't have his weed with him and you can just fucking see the withdrawal happening um, to the point where he got so fucking nasty. He, um, that he uh, uh, called me fat, (laughs) basically. And it was devastating. And you don't recover from something like that. Like you can't, you just, you can't take it back. And I'm not gonna, and I don't don't give him a pass um, because he was going through withdrawal. Like I don't, I don't care. Um, I care, but like, I I know that deep, that's a deep rooted, like you have those thoughts clearly. And now they're coming out in the surface, which maybe if you had your weed, you would, you know, they would, placated but um, yeah yeah. uh so yeah fuck that (laughs) right yeah that's why more and more back to my point like i feel like it's not okay look i'm not a fucking scientist i don't know like but he plays one on tv and i do (laughs) actually i would love to so if if y'all need a queer scientist on tv (laughs) let me know um no i just queer science that's a movie i'm sorry y'all okay if if y'all steal that (laughs) yeah yeah. we're gonna come for your gig intellectual property LLC. Queer science. Um, okay, sorry. Yes. No, I was just saying, like, uh, I, I think more and more, like, at the core of it, like, addiction really is about, like, your environment and your circumstance and all of that. Mm-hmm. I, the reason I say I'm not a scientist is, like, I'm sure there are, like, parts of, like, substances that do shit to you that, like, can fuck with your brain, you know, whatever, yeah. especially if you've done a lot. But I, I just kind of wonder, I'm just, like, posturing, like, mm-hmm. at its core, like, is it the actual substances that are so addictive or is it really just like we're addicted to the way they make us feel that makes us feel like it's like completing a part of our life that isn't there mm-hmm. I, th- I think that's really what it gets to it's more like it could be any substance or anything any activity whatever it is kind of like shopping we, anything exactly like yeah. the high you get from shopping mm-hmm. or like spending money which you know <laughs> we have our little fun it's, it's fine um i don't know i just think it's interesting and people should and unfortunately, there is such a stigma around that. Yeah. Um, but I wish people would kind of take a step back and look at, like, the real reasons, which I think there are 500 issues that come before the actual substances themselves. Absolutely. Like, I'm not saying go out and do meth, because, like, that's fucked up. Yeah. yeah if you want your teeth to look like that, your business. But <laughs> if you want that, like, snatched, sunken cheek right. look. Right. Kidding. That's skin. terrible. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm... Obviously, it's terrible. It is a real <laughs> severe issue. But, you know, just like in general with substances or whatever, like I, I think it's really about like, like people wouldn't choose to do those things and be wouldn't feel like they had to do them unless they had like all their basic needs satisfied. Mm-hmm. Like I think it really comes down to that mm-hmm. and not just about like, you know, like I like dr- this drug is like really addictive because of this, this and this. I don't know. No, I, I, I think you're really onto something. Mm-hmm. Doctor. Doctor. <laughs> Dr. Geller. <laughs> Just call me doctor. Um, yeah. Uh, but I will say, uh, we also have a lot of fun with drugs. Everything in moderation. Sure. Do you have, like, a favorite drug story? I mean, I don't... I don't really have, like... sordid <laughs> My sordid... I don't have, like, a favorite drug story. I mean, I feel like... Because, like, I've been, like, pretty responsible. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I've, I've never had, like, a dangerous situation... That I've been in because of drugs. Also because... Is that what you equate with favorite? (laughs) (laughs) Yes. No. No, I just like... I I mean, I think Halloween two years ago was really just like a time. Um, So you and I went to a bungalow party, if Mm -hmm. you will. And I just like got involved with the couple... Yeah, like my Amazon bungalow. No, just like, you know, you do this and that and that Mm -hmm. as well. And then... You come to your friend's house. It, well, you don't sleep because mm-hmm. you are physically unable to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then, um, take a nap, eat some pizza, watch so Harry you're Potter. Telling a, you're telling this story without like incriminating us. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> and then you come back to Courtney's house, and um, Kristen was here. And, oh yeah. 
<laughs> and I was like, can I take a fucking shower? Because I've been awake for 18 hours. <laughs> you were wearing a, like a tuxedo from, there. from our costume. From our costume. Oh my God. Oh Lord. So fucked up. Oh no, you know what it was? I bar- I had borrowed somebody's like sweatpants and a shirt. Oh yeah. But then I had the like. The look. Then I had the um, patent leather black oh, shoes yeah. on because I didn't have any other shoes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. My fucking poor Uber driver from the valley all the way down to the oh, fucking God. Santa Monica West side. I was in this. I was like, hi. I probably smelled like shit. Like sweat because I had like laid outside for like four hours. It was just, uh, that's like, that was probably like my most, not extreme, but just like, I guess my, probably my most extreme, like, mm-hmm. progression nice. of events based on the That vibe. was the night that I accidentally got the, like, the black. Uber, yeah. And Uber black, like, and it was like $68 or something. Oh, it was like more than that, it was like $150 <gasps> later. You were like, was like, so expensive? I was like, fuck? bitch, because you got a fucking <laughs> Uber black home, like, bougie ass at like 2 a.m. Oh, because she couldn't see straight. Um, I know. Okay. That and was then, fun, though. Yeah, it that was, was fun. fun. That was really fun. And then quickly, uh, one of my favorite <laughs> stories. I just this is so good. Um, this was back in college, my college days, mm-hmm. and uh, I had just eaten some mushrooms mm-hmm. with some of my friends, um, and we were in a dorm room. Uh, but it doesn't really matter. Like. But- you can the world is your playground when you're on mushrooms. <laughs> That's true. Like, everything looks beautiful. Uh-huh. But anyway, so we're like hanging out. We they had a, a bathtub adjacent to their room, so mm-hmm. we like played in the water a little yes. bit and like just you know a lot of that. fun things. And then played in the water. <laughs> one of our one of our uh, friends, he's like looking under the bed and he's like, "Holy shit, there's a jack o' lantern under here!" And we're like, "Oh, okay. you are tripping balls." <laughs> He pulls out a fucking jack-o'-lantern from Halloween. Uh, it was... Was that not like the best moment of your life at that so point? It was so fucking funny. I feel like we... we it, what was probably two minutes, but felt like we were laughing for, for like, like an hours. hour. Yeah, and but I did like... I definitely like cried laughing. Um, yeah, that was very Incredible. funny. Uh, so moral jack-o-lantern. of the story is um, uh, do drugs, kids. In moderation. <laughs> Yeah, in moderation. It's great. Um, in moderation, seek help if you need it. Yeah, uh, I would say just like be re- like the biggest thing I would say, like, not even advice. It sounds like I'm about to give advice about mm-hmm. doing drugs, but the biggest thing with drugs, like my kind of um, <clears throat> my view on drugs is that like do what you want to do and just like realize that drugs or alcohol or any of these anything mm-hmm. is nothing is ever going to like fill a hole in your life. That's like shopping or like yeah. working out obsessively or like obsessive with, being obsessive with like a person and like drugs or whatever. Nothing is actually going to fill any holes or emptiness you feel. Unless like, it is that 10 inch. Unless it's that 10 inch, then it'll physically fill that hole. <laughs> but only temporarily. Like it's, it's going to leave. It's true. Even some, that is temporary. Even then. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> but yeah, like just like be realistic and make sure you're in a good place. If you want yeah. to try something, like be around people you trust. Yes. Someone who has probably done it before. And like be in yeah. an environment where you feel safe because. Know where you're getting your shit from. Exactly. Like make sure, yeah, everything's like clean, pure, mm-hmm. it's been tested, you know, all Kid that. tested, Kid mother tested, approved. mother approved. <laughs> I'm your mother, if you're my children. Yeah. Um, yeah, I would say just like realize that like it's fun. Like just center yourself around yourself and realize that nothing or nobody is ever going to fulfill anything mm-hmm. that's empty. And. Even if you do drugs, and I mean, none of us are truly ever, like, full, but yeah, it's better to be, like, a fully realized person and be really, like, in a good place before doing things. So don't use it to, like, get out of a bad place. Yeah. Use it to, like, supplement or, like, it's a party drug or, you know, whatever. Like, mm-hmm. use it to have fun and realize it's, like, like, sequester your thoughts around it to that event. Like, yeah. Halloween, for example. We had a good time. Then you move on. But if you know that you can't have fun without... That's a that's when you that's know it's a problem. Danger zone. Exactly, and I, I know like I can go my day to day without any substances yeah. and like be totally fine. So like I feel like comfortable. Yeah. Indulging in whatever. And I'm getting there. <laughs> I mean, like we well, we all have like hills and valleys. Some valleys are deeper. Um, this is like one of my favorite ways of thinking about it. My friend Mike said this is like uh, drugs is like. You want to go to the carnival, but you don't want to be a carny. Yes, <laughs> like, yes, God. Because we know how that shit is. Like. Yeah. Um, okay, so I think this concludes our segment uh-huh. on drugs. But I do want to. So we, we're going to try this new thing, everybody. So listen up. We want to engage with y'all. We want to boost a little engagement, show a little love for mm-hmm. a touch too much. 
So we're going to play a little game this week. Uh huh. Maybe next. We'll see how long it takes people to do this. But um, basically, a little game that if you're the first person of our listeners mm-hmm. to um, either share one of our episodes, which you can do from SoundCloud, uh-huh. or just share our website. Or you can do it from ATTM. the podcast um, app. Oh, nice. Uh-huh. Yep. Or that. Or share our website, attmpodcast.com. Uh-huh. Um, on your social media, you're going to win a prize. That you okay? get a prize. And you, you need to make sure to tag which both of us. Which uh, is still to be determined. <laughs> Yeah, tag us so that we know that you did uh-huh. it. Or you can and, use um, you can use the hashtag HTM podcast yeah. so we can find it. And we will reach out to those winners. Um, but those we're thinking winners. that winner, one winner, uh-huh. one one winner. One people. winner. Let's not get crazy. Uh, we're gonna start with one winner. Um, uh-huh. But we're thinking maybe <clears throat> if you're local, a guest appearance uh-huh. on our HTM podcast. Um, what an honor. ATTM. Yeah, absolutely. There's a long list. A, maybe a we'll take you out for a drink. Like yeah. We'd love to meet you. Mm-hmm. We'll do a little profile background check beforehand. Sure, credit, credit score. Like, um, yeah, stick along your social ATM security. Swag. Yes, we've been meaning to make that. Uh-huh. This, <laughs> this is more sort of like get our shit in line. Yeah, exactly. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, so so do that. Again, tag us so we see it or use our hashtag ATTM podcast. Uh-huh. Um, and with that, good luck and don't, don't fuck it up. up. Yeah. Thank you, RuPaul. <laughs> um, but yeah, so uh, really quickly before we sign off, as Courtney mentioned, attmpodcast.com. Um, so Courtney, why don't you tell our lovely listeners, if there are any new ones out there, what they can find on the website? You've got our profiles. Uh-huh. You can contact us, information. We've got a mention section that's a little outdated of uh, <laughs> mentions from the podcast, yeah. articles or uh, pictures, Media, things that anything. we think is yeah. interesting to share with y'all. Um, of course, all of our podcasts are there. Uh-huh. Um, you can also find them on iTunes and SoundCloud yeah. and the, some podcast app. <laughs> it's no like podcasts. It's on like it's the Apple Podcasts app. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, so like the one. Oh, you can share through that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. learning so much. My gosh, so wow. Um, okay, yeah, so. So share so our shit. That. Yeah. Again, use the hashtag ATTM podcast. Mm-hmm. And if you do follow us on social media, tag us as well so we can find it easier. Yeah. And we'll figure out prizes and shit. Yeah. Yeah, don't worry about it. Yeah, it'll be like <laughs> drinks are like fun, guests, guest host, spot shit, yeah. whatever. We'll figure it out. Just do it. The point of the story, yeah. do it. Just do it. Just Thank you, Nike. Oh, no. Here we go again. Here we go again with our Nike. <laughs> Nike, where We're you get at? Get that sponsorship. Uh-huh. Every couple episodes uh, comes up. Right? Okay. All right. So should we sign off? Yeah. Officially? So this has been another episode of A Touch Too Much with me, Matt. And me, Courtney. And we will catch you in the next one. Bye. Bye. Bye.